all of Cleveland is dragging ass is today. That, I think everyone, like this morning I woke up, I'm like, ugh. Just move Why the game is, to Saturday or give us Monday yeah, off, Yeah, give us it. the Saturday game or give us the Monday off. Let's move it to President's Day weekend or let's steal from Columbus Day and let's make the day after the Super Bowl and let's have two back-to-back uh, four-day work weeks. How you want to hear some nonsense? Yeah. My kids not only have next Monday off, they must really love Presidents oh, my and Manaway. Friday, off. Friday, what are Friday we doing here? Friday and Monday, wraparound weekend. What are we doing here? Do you guys not realize it's a long week for those of us who have to work after the Super Bowl on Monday, and then to give our kids a day off is basically on a Friday at the end of what was going to feel like a forever week, you are also going to make it feel even longer. When you have your kids at home while you're trying to work, in the case of my beautiful wife, my wife, uh, you're talking about a triple to work. That's that's math. That's basic math if you just carry the two here. Uh, what an all-timer. What an amazing Super Bowl last night. It almost was. Every no, no. You, what are you gonna do? You start no, the show. It's it's very apparent that it was an all time great game mm-hmm. that was ruined. Okay, by a penalty. You mean the which, right call? Which was the right call? Yeah, yeah. But it still ruined the game. Okay, well, but but people are putting that on the referees. Isn't that on James Bradbury? Well, it's all, it's a couple things. You want to get into this now? Yeah, we might as well. Let's just, rip just the dive in. Off. Just rip the bandaid off. I mean, listen, it was probably the right call. He definitely grabbed him. Um, I thought it was interesting that, and Olsen pointed this out early in the game, that Bradbury's getting away with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you learn how to play the game throughout the game because you don't, like if you're getting those calls early in the game, yeah. you're like, okay, well, you're not going to be as handsy late. Mm-hmm. And look, did he grab the guy? He did. Yeah. He wasn't going to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. It's Frank, holding, Frank, Frank, No, I know. It doesn't have to be catchable to be holding, right? Yeah, but they miss holding all the time. Well, okay, but so we so they should have missed that one, even though they saw it. I think it was one you let go. I don't know. I, I think it was the right call, and I think. And, I, and by the way, if you're Bradbury, you don't need to hold there. You know why? Because a penalty in that situation, this is where, where coaching comes in to to factor in. Mm-hmm. You got to tell the players, guys, it's okay if they score. I think a lot of the reaction to the penalty was disappointment because we didn't get overtime. Well, of course, we I wanted think, more football, or at least we wanted a rebuttal opportunity by the Eagles. I think anybody watching saw, and it was the it was that weird sideways angle that's focused on a line of scrimmage where mm-hmm. you can occasionally you can get the the receivers close and far out on it. You you saw the jersey come up, and I'm sorry, that's the easiest tell. Like it doesn't matter what got called early in the game or not. Like the easiest tell for a receiver is when they see the jersey come up. And so James Bradbury was asking for it, quite frankly. And and I think, like, to me, and I don't want to make it seem like, you know, like, guys, it's one penalty. Like, it, it was a incredibly close game. The fact that the Eagles had brought down Pat Mahomes zero times beyond the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and they come in the game with 78 sacks. And they only lost by a field goal. And without that penalty, they would have at least had a chance to answer with roughly two minutes to go, yeah. It's just, it's so remarkable that a team can play so good. Jalen Hurts had one of the all-time great performances by a quarterback mm-hmm. in Super Bowl history, and yet he makes the boneheaded play on the fumble, which is a scoop and score for, for the Chiefs mm-hmm. for a defensive touchdown, and then the Eagles just, I don't know what happened on the punt return. So you had two plays that were not offensive plays that basically were touchdowns. Uh, and and don't forget. And those, and those count, by the way. Don't forget, referees, I think, gave them the luxurious need uh, snare and uh, what would have been another defensive touchdown. 
Yeah. I, I thought, that, I'm sorry, this whole idea. I need Miles Sanders to have two receptions, so I was hoping it was a catch and fumble. You know what I was thinking about when I was watching that game, too? I knew you had Travis Kelsey over seven and a half uh, receptions, and I was like, I thought you were set at half. Well, he had like four catches at halftime, I think. Yeah. I, I think it was five. Maybe five. I don't and know. And I think he had one catch in well, the second half. Out, they took him away in the second half, but yeah. obviously you didn't take away um, Isaiah Pacheco. You didn't take away... You know, McKinnon, you didn't take away Juju Smith-Schuster. You didn't Sky take Moore away... Sky Moore got into the action. Sky Moore got, caught a tutty. I mean, Tony caught a tutty. I I just don't think one play uh, determined it. I think it I think it ruined the momentum of what we had, which was it felt like a back-and-forth uh, heavyweight fight. But, like, if the Eagles... Uh, if Jalen Hurts doesn't fumble early in the game, I think that plays so much bigger than the holding penalty. I think the Chiefs are going to score no matter what. I think the reason why... It Probably dis- so. I mean, and what's so crazy is that the Eagles, after the penalty, were trying to let the Chiefs score. And then what great like awareness by uh, McKinnon to get down at the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just that. I'm not going there. I'm not going there yet. Not just that. Andy Reid Andy takes all the flack for game management. He game managed the hell out of the final two His minutes. His red of that zone game. calls are as good as I've ever seen. And yeah, I got to be honest with you. I thought that was a legacy moment for Andy Reid. Um, I don't think that Jonathan Gannon or Nick Sirianni. I don't think that they weren't coaching well. I just think Andy Reid was coaching better. Yeah, and really, what happened in that um, that fourth quarter was, and really third and fourth quarter, is that the Chiefs just kind of toyed with the Eagles. And they figured out what they were doing because mm-hmm. obviously you have a game plan specific to your opponent when you're when you got two weeks to prep for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think the Eagles just kind of and and I think John Gannon, he's a friend of mine, he's a good good really good coach. Um, they got exposed a little bit there late. And can we call LeBron out a little bit for what going to the Super Bowl before oh. he's got a game the next day? Well, no, that's actually baller for, for putting the king on. That uh, that's also very baller. Both so, those. So things, what are we calling LeBron out for? Uh, we're calling LeBron out for a stupid tweet. Oh, you can't make that call right then. I actually think um, I've never seen an NBA game officiated evenly. Like the same foul, there's a foul in the first quarter is almost never a foul in the fourth quarter and vice versa. I understand that uh, LeBron yeah, and the he, NBA. But, yeah, but the NBA is a little different. I mean, typically what's a foul in the first quarter is not, not a foul because they, they swallow the whistle in the fourth quarter. Well, Or the vice versa. Or, or all of a sudden they tighten up the whistles in the. So like, I'm sorry, a, a foul is a foul. A penalty is a penalty. And, like, I, I am of the mind that I don't think the Eagles blew the game. I think the Chiefs took it. I don't think people realize when Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid get cooking, and specifically with Pat Mahomes, like, he's one of the few – I think Joe Burrow belongs in this conversation. I'm sure we can think of a couple other guys that fit in this conversation. But when Pat Mahomes gets rolling, and he did, I mean – you know, he comes up lame, and that dude went on a, what was a 30-yard scramble to just wide open field, hobbled yeah. on one leg. I thought it was one of the most I thought it was one of the most special Super Bowl performances we've ever seen. And it's funny because I still think Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP. I think yeah, Jalen Hurts. Did they ever give it to the loser? Um, I know that they have. I just I, I don't have the data off the back of my hand to like remember what it was. I think I think Jalen that was a superstar making performance. Could have given it to Darius Tony for one reception. Uh, uh, no, a touchdown okay, the and return. the punt return. That, that's fair. 
By the way, we have Mr. Killjoy on Twitter here. Uh, Twitter reactions brought to you by Scheidman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Czar saying, I'm going to read this in my condescending voice because I'm reading this as it is condescension. If someone needs the following day off after the Super Bowl, it's a testimony to how irresponsible they are. If you work the next day, control yourself. Moderation is a sign of maturity. Yeah, we're not mature. Oh, good God. Or the game goes really late and I don't want to wake up at 645 the way I have to when my kids have school. Good God. What is, uh, you know what? what? Twitter? I, I don't even know why you acknowledged it. Uh, Because it was, I just wanted to make fun oh, of it. Oh, okay. Isn't that was kind of just a thing to be snooty about, to be snooty about it? Um, LeBron, it was dumb. LeBron, it was a holding call. If, and it's so funny. Like James Bradbury after the game is like, uh, yeah, it was a holding call. I was hoping to get away with it. And people were like, oh, he's just covering up for the NFL. Did, did people not realize that dude's going back to Philadelphia? <laughs> All right. If that dude had every incentive to be like, it wasn't holding. I am I, I'm calling on Chiefs, uh, on Eagles Nation. Please write the league office. I was jobbed. That man's got to go back and get his stuff out of Philadelphia. And for him to tell the truth, that took stones. That took the kind of stones that Mr. Uh, Belvedere himself would squash. That's the kind of stones we're talking about. I mean, he's just being honest. I don't have a problem with that. But just because he says he held the guy doesn't mean that it necessarily mattered to the play or, you know, he held all day. Trust me, I I've, I, I would hold until they would call it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you start to get to know like where the officials are going to go and what you can get away with. Now I'm terrified because Keith is up on the mic. No, What's but up? I, I was just thinking when you said that though, wouldn't the better response for his perspective be rather than admit doing it, you could just say, you know, I, you, of course you're always trying to get away with things, but they called it. That's that's not admitting guilt, but it's also not saying that you didn't do it. All right, this isn't a court of law. He was just, it was just I, a moment. Well, I know that, but now, like, you've pretty much set people up to say, hey, you're the part of the reason we lost because well, you committed I, that penalty. No, I, but I, but and I, you admitted that you committed but the see, penalty. But see, I think that's the problem with how people watch football. But that's is what whatever fans are. Happens. You know, that's how fans are. Though. Okay, well, then fans are wrong. Because what that's what they did last, with the, the Bengals player, too. What happens last isn't always the reason why the game went the way it went. Like, there are, there are, there's six to seven to eight plays. And, and, and by the way, you take away the punt return. Kansas City probably doesn't win that game. Uh, you take away the the Jalen Hurts scoop and score, the fumble. That Philadelphia probably didn't win that game. Hell, if uh, the Eagles find one more touchdown early in that game or get one more stop in the first half, the Eagles win that game. I don't think people realize, like, Pat Mahomes, on like 60% of his passes last night, got the ball out inside two and a half seconds. Now, should the Eagles have have maybe blitzed? Okay, but the fact that they didn't probably tells you how much they trust their their back half of their defense. Mm-hmm. They probably and oh by the way, how do you traditionally beat Pat Mahomes? You you rush him with four. The Eagles lost by a field goal. The game was determined in the final seventy five seconds of the game, and they never got to Mahomes. The thing the Eagles do better than anyone they couldn't do last night. And it was still a three-point game. So, like the thing that the Eagles did well last night was they were really efficient on offense, and Jalen Hurts played extremely well outside of the turnover. Um, and 
I mean, they held the ball. It was ridiculous. It's why all the all of our Chiefs props didn't hit because Mahomes just didn't have the ball. That's also why we wanted uh, overtime last night. It's yeah, because maybe. we wanted <laughs> we needed Mahomes to get another fifty yards passing. All the all the Ohio people were like, "Oh, it'd be really great if we had Ohio." It's like, yeah, I know. I, I needed a Dallas Goddard touchdown. Would have won me a couple hundred bucks as well. Um, also, can we just get out of this? I'm so sick. Ever since game, and I don't know if it's more because of gambling. The game's rigged. Uh, who is the jabroni? Arian Foster jokingly on the microdosing podcast, courtesy of Barstool, saying, oh, yeah, well, the NFL scripted. Guys, it was a bit. It was tongue-in-cheek. The NFL is not rigged. And this whole idea, the NFL doesn't care who wins and loses the Super Bowl. Like, Patrick Mahomes getting another Super Bowl, they're not going to rig it for him because it doesn't matter. That's the great thing about the NFL. Like, in, in Major League Baseball, it's conceivable. They need certain guys with the way that they're set up. They need certain guys to be great, right? They need certain teams. They need the Yankees. They need the Dodgers. Uh, the, the NBA, you build around stars and you build around two franchises, the Lakers, Celtics, and occasionally mm -hmm. the Knicks. The NBA probably has rigged things in their favor before because that's how they sell it. In the NFL, the whole point is anyone can win. It's any given Sunday. There's no value to giving Patrick Mahomes a friggin' touchdown and saying that, by the way, saying that he, that the NFL gift wrapped this for them is incredibly insulting to who is currently the greatest quarterback in the game. James Bradbury held. It's, that's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your feelings got hurt because you don't like Pat Mahomes. Like, and that's actually, that's my takeaway. The number one reaction, I don't mean you, you Dusty, because I know you were just, you're rooting for overtime like I was. I wanted overtime. Um, my number one takeaway, where we have finally arrived at the Chiefs being the hated team. That's what last night yeah, was. Yeah, and, and listen, I love Travis Kelsey, but his whole thing after the game about the underdog thing, what happened there? No. So, that, something? Was, I don't know. Was farting again? It sounded like a pig like vomiting or farting. Okay. But it was not me. I realized I was setting myself up for my own joke there. Nick came to the party for uh, half an hour. I, those are there for 35 full minutes. We'll get into that too. 216 578 Is the NFL rigged? People Sorry. realize that Roger Goodell actually has friendships with players, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Especially veterans. I, I think this is a big old nothing burger. The only thing that I find questionable about it is how long they hug. Like, it's, it, it was it's a, a pretty, pretty strong embrace. Well, because remember, Roger Goodell looks to be in the air for probably four or five seconds. Then Chris Jones puts him down. They're maintaining a hug, and it's an ass-in hug for all those wondering. So for another five or six seconds, then Jones picks him up again for a little brief squeeze and then puts him down and they hug again. I don't know I've ever hugged. I, I don't know that I've hugged my wife like that. And the commission is getting a little squeeze from Chris Jones. Also, the NFL is not rigged. 216-578-0092. We are referring... And uh, we're, we're talking about the James Bradbury holding call and whether or not you're buying into the idea that the NFL wanted the Chiefs to win. I think the NFL, I, I, I actually am to the point where the NFL just wants the game to go off and they just want to make as much money as they can off the game. Mm -hmm. So the outcome doesn't matter. The matchup going into the game, like I think it makes more sense that they would fix the conference title game to set up the Super Bowl they want than it would be to fix the outcome of the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter who wins. It, no, because one, whatever the result is, people will be talking about the NFL today. Roger Goodell likes that. Not as much as he likes hugs from Chris Jones. I'm going to retweet that so people can see this 
longing embrace here, at Nick Wilson says. I mean, that is a... That is like Titanic with Leo and uh, what's her name? Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah. When they see each other after she drops the diamond in the heart and she's dead now. Spoiler alert. Sorry. If anybody hasn't seen that one. Eric, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on? I don't don't think the NFL is like WWE rigged. Um, I do think, however, it's a bit altered. Ooh, word salad. what, What I mean by that is... So do, do I think, you know, they said, okay, well, the, the, the Chiefs and the Eagles are going to play in the Super Bowl this year. Now, what I think happens, though, is I think they do the best they can to keep the games close, to have good to great quarterbacks with a chance in two minutes, because that's what the most people turn into. That's what the most people watch. That's what people get excited about. So I think it's rigged in that fashion. But past that, and even that, it's not 100% of the time. But I, I think that's what they're aiming for. That's why there were so many comebacks this year. That's why there were so many close games and nobody's really out of it. Like, I think it's a bit altered, but I don't know that you could say it's WWE either. So the only thing I would say about that, and by the way, did you uh, do you wish this was a national holiday and none of us had to work today? Oh, my gosh. I, I can't. I, I hope it happens. Actually, that was a <laughs> when, when, uh, when I was in the Air Force, we used to have Super Bowl Mondays off. Oh, they got it right in the Air Force. Be good, buddy. Um, if Okay, here's the only thing. If it was altered, not rigged, they wouldn't have called James Bradbury. Because by calling James Bradbury, Kansas City got a fresh set of downs. Yeah, and but pretty much could just run the clock out. Yeah, win, down to four seconds or yeah. eight seconds or whatever. And if the NFL really wanted this game to go and be great, like mm-hmm. or extended, mm-hmm. they'd put it in overtime. Here's the other part, because, like, I, I know conspiracy theories are, like, the only thing we have anymore. Like, not all all any social media is is spinning the latest yarn of conspiracy theory, which actually reduces credibility from actual conspiracy theories. Look at any actual conspiracy theory in time. Look at the Kennedy assassination. Tell me how many people involved in that. There were either questioned or witnessed something that were dead within five years of the Kennedy. You know why? The Kennedy assassination. You want to know why? Because the more people alive to tell the secret, the more of a risk you have. If the NFL was rigged, it would have to go all the way up to Goodell. But here's the thing. It's not about Goodell. It's about the idiots making $10 an hour or whatever the lowest paid person who want to tell their truth and want to expose the shadiness. That's what did in Tim Donaghy, right? Well, okay, he kind of did it himself. But like... I'm sorry. It's not rigged. It's a penalty. It's okay. Scott, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Well, yeah, definitely not rigged. I mean, the NFL cannot even get its act together to have a decent playing surface. I mean, they're playing on a slip and slide. The, the guy who and they were so proud of that surface. <laughs> well, I had a guy celebrating slipped while he was celebrating a touchdown. So that kind of tells you everything. But, I mean, yeah, the Bradbury thing – I'm a huge Eagles fan, and it was a hold, but it was a hold in the middle of a game where they weren't calling holds. So, you know, I, I guess I go back to Dustin's point. Yeah, I think the, probably the bigger thing is the biggest enemy was the clock at that point, and the worst thing that could happen to you in that situation was extending that drive. Unfortunately, you know, they let it go, and, and they had Mahomes with under five minutes in the tie game, and, you know, that's just what's going to happen. Mahomes is just too good. So, I mean, I do put it on the Eagles, but 
Yeah, I, there's no way the NFL is rigged. I mean, that's just crazy because there's too many other things that are too many other things that are variables that happen in the midst of games that nobody can predict. But yeah, I mean, you could. I think you could seriously rig the NBA, and we've seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the Donaghy stuff. Yeah, but and the, with some of our gambling but ventures, there's, but there's, there's so, definitely not that we're bad at gambling. But there's it, so many. As it, Scott rigged. says, like there's so many variables that go into an NFL game. Scott, real quick, you should have the day off because your team lost. I just want yeah. you to know that. You, <laughs> If anything else, the only teams, and thank you for the call, bud, the only towns that should absolutely have the day off, like can you imagine having to go to work if that was the Browns last night? Ooh. I, I mean, first off. If you the, and I if would the, have to. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Because it'd be the, one of the biggest shows of our career. Right. But I'm saying like if, if you're, you're a diehard Browns fan, diehard Eagles, Chiefs, whatever, whoever's in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm definitely taking that. Well, I know two weeks in advance. I'm taking that Monday off work. Like, regardless. If the Browns just get to the playoffs with Deshaun Watson next year, just, just take that Sunday off. Because you're going to be pissed one way or another. Even if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, if the Browns make the playoffs, we're going to get to a point where if the Browns start making the playoffs habitually, every Super Bowl is going to be, ah, uh, they could have won that game. Because that's what we did in 2020. Like, you know, it was that tackle. Um, ah, damn. What's the goal line tackle where they came in and take what took away the touchdown? Who was it? Sorensen? I don't know. Three years ago, but times a flat circle. This is against the Chiefs? Yeah, against the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, I remember every round after that, Browns fans being like, ah, we could have beat these guys. I was like, I forgot ah. the Browns were up nine in the fourth quarter of that game. You said he felt like that? No, I forgot that they were up nine points with 10 minutes to go. Sometimes it's okay to forget things. Yeah, if it, if it helps. And then, soften Ch- and the then Chad Henney comes in. And Chad Henney, I thought Chad Henney was going to have his moment last night. I did too. When he did, he retired. Well, yeah. Oh man, what a hey, baller what, what, life! What a way! What a way to go out! Fifteen years in the league, forty two, million dollars, two Super Bowls. You made what? You made forty million. Forty mil. Good for him. And uh, oh, by the way, two Super Bowls, and probably isn't going to have the long-term health repercussions because he didn't play. That most guys that play that long in the NFL. Oh, and by the way, playing 15 years, you still make as much as like a really good linebacker who played six years and probably didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and you also got 15 years towards your pension. Who was it? Taylor Heineke that tweeted this weekend. Uh, Washington backup that said, "Well, sorry, former Washington starter." Backup, then starter, then backup, then starter. Then oh, I saw again. his quote about being a backup quarterback. It's the best job, best in, the job world. in America. It is. And it's a tough job to get, by the like, way. Like, don't teach your kids to be left handed. Remember that, like, when I was growing up, my dad was like, I should have taught you to throw left handed. You can be a major league baseball player because of Jamie Moyer. Uh, Mama, don't teach your kids to be Pat Mahomes. Teach your kids to be Colt McCoy, Josh McCown, Josh McCown, Chad Henney. Although, Josh, Josh played a lot. And Josh took some ass whoopings. He did. Like, teach your son to go back up a Hall of Fame quarterback. Because one, job security. If you're willing to just accept, like, like Henny was making $4 million this year. Henny made more than Jacoby Brissett made. I th- oh, wait, wait. Jacoby made $6 million. I don't know. I should have looked that up. Some of these guys who've been, like, great backup quarterbacks should start a camp in the summertime or summertime where they they bring in the guys who are going to be like late round draft picks. Uh-huh. They may may make rosters, may not make rosters teach and just them all teach the them all the secrets of how to be a good backup. Yeah. Where to hide in the building so it looks like you're doing work. Yeah. By the way, the key on that one, I guarantee you. I guarantee you every great backup quarterback in the NFL has perfected the uh the iPad time the on on the pot. The work deuce. 
I guarantee it. Because it makes you look like you're being, oh, man, wherever this guy is, he's just working, he's watching film. Just teach my kids how to, like, just watch it. Uh-huh. Like, go up there and just watch this. Yeah. Just watch it for, like, you know, an hour. 30 minutes. An hour, yeah. Or some good screen time for me. I have a relative. I can't say how closely they're linked to me because it's fairly traceable. I have a relative who works in IT who told me that, he was, that they were pissed about um, they were just kind of burnt out in November. And so they put – I can't remember what he said he put they put on the uh, bottom of their uh, mouse to make it look active. And he's like, yeah, for like a month, I just uh, – like something that just moved back and forth. Yeah, just to just to keep it moving, and to, and and he's like, and every once in a while, some sort of software for yeah, it. Yeah, and, well, I, no, it's, it was literally like the most rudimentary thing. I, if he's listening, he might actually text me. They might actually text me. Um, yeah, let's just say that's the backup quarterback job of the NFL. There, um, can we get back to the fact Jalen Hurts should be the NFL uh, Super Bowl MVP? You think he should be? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I think... I mean, Mahomes was great in the fourth quarter, but Jalen Hurts had 300 yards passing. He accounted for four touchdowns. He ran for 70 yards, ran for three touchdowns. Longest run in Super Bowl history for a yeah. quarterback. Um, isn't it most rushing yards as well? For, it might be. 70 yards is a lot. Not just that. He was, he was legitimately... And he was this, by the way. This is why I thought he was the NFL MVP. He was 75% of their offense last night. Mm-hmm. And like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they caught the ball. But what other quarterback runs as much as he runs and makes up that much of their running offense and then is able to go out there and throw for three touchdowns? Like the only reason I there, I think there are two reasons why he wasn't the Super Bowl MVP. One, I think, is the fumble. As I think you and, and not well, just that. And here's the thing. If he doesn't fumble, he probably is the Super Bowl MVP because they probably probably win the game. But should every Super Bowl MVP come from the winner? Depends on, on the performance, I think. Because, like, I well, but I think in there uh, tells the story. I mean, it's the most valuable player from the game. Mm-hmm. Who was the most valuable player last night? It was, it was Jalen Hurts. Yes. By far. And he had, if there are any Jalen Hurts critics left, um, you need to find Jesus or Buddha or something. Because I have no idea how you watch that game last night and say either he's not a franchise quarterback or he's not this, he's not that. I don't see how you you don't see what Jalen Hurts really is. And, you know, they've got – the Eagles have some decisions. They're going to have to probably replace both coordinators. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Drew Petzing could potentially either go – the uh, Browns quarterback coach could either go to Arizona with their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. He could go to Indianapolis with Shane Steckin, who is the, uh, the Eagles OC. He could also end up on the Eagles staff. As they look to, because they might lose Brian Johnson to Carolina. So, I want, the Eagles have a lot ahead. I think Jalen Hurts is officially a franchise quarterback. And I, I don't want to speak hyperbole, because it's one season. If that dude can do that for another eight years, that is as good of a run as any as Steve Young has had, as Cam has had, as Randall Cunningham has had, like it is as good as any dual threat quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL. If he can do that for seven more times, can he stay healthy? That's the thing. I think he will. I mean, I he don't, doesn't take a lot of hits, and he and I he doesn't I, run like 
he looks stocky when he runs, almost mm-hmm. like a running back, yeah. right? Playing quarterback position. And you see guys like Lamar who just look a little bit more frail than him. Mm-hmm. I, it could just be the way I watch the game, but like I don't, I don't see him taking a lot of hits. Yeah, well, and it's kind of like Lamar. There are just certain quarterbacks who have kind of that spatial awareness and pull up at like the right time. The right time. I think Jalen does that a lot. But yet, you know what? While I say that, there are also times where that dude just decides that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my foot down and I'm gonna hit somebody, and that's what turned Cam Newton from being a. 15-year quarterback to being a eight-year yeah. quarterback. Although you can't really uh, broadcast or you can't really predict uh, any sort of shoulder issues. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Should Jalen Hurts have won the uh, NFL Super Bowl MVP? The other reason, by the way, that he didn't win it is the ankle injury. Like that is because it's not just the one game thing. Everybody knew that this ankle injury uh, Pat's been laboring under the entire playoffs. I mean, he he gimped off the field. Mm-hmm. I, Ken, I'm not going to steal the credit. Ken said it this morning. Tortle is the uh, MVP. Yeah, He's not wrong. I tweeted that yesterday, so do I get partial credit of that? I didn't see it, so no. Mm. Thought we were partners. Can you uh, document it? Yeah, it's on Twitter. Oh, I didn't, I didn't delete it. It's out there on the, on the, tweet, yeah, the it's tweets. It's on the Twitter. It's okay. I'm not mad. Um, I'm kidding, by the way. Um. Yeah, that that's why Patrick Mahomes won. Again, he was great in the second half. That's the other thing. I think the way we watch games is kind of stupid. Or sorry, the way we like give credit for what wins and what loses, it really is whatever happens last is the story. Like I was listening to Philly Sports Talk Radio today, and they were like, we got blown out. It's like you lost – by a field goal. And you had the lead the entire game. And if Bradbury doesn't hold, you have a chance to answer that. And not just answer, but maybe win the game because yep. they were going to kick the field goal. So, like, you got blown out? What the hell are you talking about? Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Should uh who was Patrick Mahomes, the NFL Super Bowl MVP? Did you actually end up watching? Because I know I went to your Super Bowl party. It was, it was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Good to have you. Yeah. For 35 minutes. Yep. Did you get takeout? Yep. Do you get take out there? What do you mean? Dine and dash. Oh, yeah, it was a dine and dash. Oh, yeah. I I intended to stay for the entire no, first know, half. You got some some sick kids. I, I did have to lie to you on the spot, though. About what? Um, It was half because of the kid that wasn't there and was half because of the kid that was there. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Little, little Sophie had a lot of uh, separation anxiety of her twin and told me at about 15 minutes and us being there. I really miss my twin. And I'm like, I can't really do anything about that. She's in homesick. And she's like, okay. And like every five minutes after that, she was like, I'm I'm not feeling well. And I was like, oh, God. That's all right. Uh, no, she's been moved down my, fi- my favorite children rankings because I was enjoying the chicken wings and, uh, and the, uh, the Pepsis. And I was enjoying the, uh, you know, it really hit really well for me last night. What's that? I got the the mac and cheese, and then went over and got some of that nacho cheese and just put it on top. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, wh- you, you missed it by the way. So they they had the spike lemonade, and I wasn't paying much attention at the time. Mm-hmm. And my son sometimes can be a little bit uh, spacey. Mm-hmm. Didn't read the sign in front of it. He goes, "Dad, there's lemonade here." I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, 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 no." Um. So I warned my kids. Hey, that's for the adults. Don't yes. do it. And I walk over, and we're getting drinks, and Livy's like, I might have some lemonade. And I'm like, no! I'm like, you're the oldest! You're the one that's got to remember this stuff! 
All right, Dad can't remember it. It's it. The sign said spiked lemonade, yeah. and I, my son just he, he he reads what he wants to read. He goes, "It said sparkling lemonade, Dad." So Olivia was like, like "Touche." Olivia was like, "I don't understand what spiked means." I, she was like, "I thought it was like fun," and I'm like, "Well, it is fun. It's just not fun for you." All right. Well, it could be. It's just fun. not allowed. It's fun for Daddy and Dustin and Vicari and Spano. It's not fun for children. Okay. Vicari stayed to the final final uh, whistle. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wasn't sure how long he was going to stay. I I kind of felt like he was going to be. He, you know what I like about Vicari? That guy's independent. Yeah. Like he showed up to a party he didn't know anybody at. Mm-hmm. Walked in by himself. Like most of the time, he just kind of hung out hung out by himself because I'm talking to other people. And he was just no no fr- no fuss no big deal. Are you saying Spano and I are? No, fuss? I'm saying some people could could like be a little needy when they go to a party, right. and he's just a guy that was like, yeah. I'm, I think the I'm difference just, is I actually knew like at least three people there. I was he one knew of them. nobody. Well, no, he knew you and me. No, I meant like other yeah. than us. Well, okay, but you knew you knew Dustin and Dustin's girl. Like what? Do you know Barb? Did he? Did, he didn't hear what I just said. Well, well who are the other three people? I never Who's saw the other three people. Your girl. Yeah, um, that's one. Maybe there was only one I knew. Hi, hey, hey. More than him, See? though. <laughs> See, I, I, I was listening. I just knew maybe there's a little hyperbole in there. No, it was great. It was really yeah, it was fun. A lot, more. a lot of fun. Um, Glad you guys made it. But uh, 35 minutes. I got to say, the reaction to the halftime no, show. No, was there the whole time. The, the reaction for the halftime show was, was funny to me. The first thing I saw on Twitter was somebody being like, did Rihanna just crotch grab? And I'm like, guys. Who cares? Who cares? She did more than a cross grab, by the way. Yeah. Oh no, there was a lot. Yeah. It was a. Oh yeah. There is. There's a couple things. Diddle. Yeah. There's a couple of those actually. Yeah. Something. Yeah. There's a lot of. A uh, lot of. Okay. If you paid attention, there were a few subtle things that you're like, I don't think you can do that, but I'm okay with it. Um, You've come a long way since uh, Jan Jackson, huh? I know. And what the funny thing is, there were two reactions to Rihanna. And some people had the same. Re- or some people had both reactions. I had neither. One was every song is a banger. I literally every person. I thought in Amer- that immediately. I'm like, I, how many hits does this woman have? Ninety percent of America tweeted every song is a banger. Yeah, which is like because they, they are. Which, but how That's many? That's why she's worth a billion dollars. Well, but one point four. Thank you. Don't short that woman point four billion dollars. She'll find you. Um, but how many people play the halftime show where everything isn't a banger? I mean, if you're a fan of that artist, then yeah, but they probably are. They're mm-hmm. playing the hits, quote mm-hmm. unquote, playing the hits. There's a lot of that going around. But I, I, I mean, I watch the Super Bowl halftime show every year, and yeah, I know who the artists are typically, but I don't know every song they sing. I kind of feel like if you're if you're there, like I might not be a fan, but like I've never heard a song on the Super Bowl that I've been like, oh, what is this? And maybe uh, so. Like Ness, my wife, uh, loves pop music. She she listens to Q. She listens to 102, our sister stations, mm-hmm. all, all that. I love pop music. So like, big fan. I guess I just hear all of it. But I will. What I will like give, when Lady Gaga performed. Mm-hmm. I don't know all her songs. Yeah, unfortunately, that those have been beaten into my head because okay. when Ness is in control um, of the, uh, the the radio, that's what I get to listen to. And she's talented, like by the way. Coldplay, I don't know all their songs. I know that one song. I know a couple of their songs, yeah. and I think they're great. Yeah, I don't I mean, know any I don't of their know, songs. I don't know all the Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. Oh well, that's that's a life. Is that unfortunate? Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's you, a good. You thing. big uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper fan? No, but I know all their stuff. You know all their stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going through the list. I don't know all the Madonna songs. The Who? I can't name one song. I know the one song from The Who, I think. Which one? Is it the one from CSI? Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a Roger Daltrey scream? Yeah. yeah. That's the only Bob song O'Reilly. I know. The only the, song I know. Tom Petty, I know again. like one song. Bruce Springsteen, I know two. Yeah, see, but I, I think most people, it's the reverse. I don't see. I don't want to say most Prince, people. Prince, I know two songs. Um, but I, That's I, not true. I feel like. You know way more than that. Do I? Oh, yeah, you do. Maybe I just don't know the names of them. Yeah, Purple that, Rain. That's probably right. I know when Purple Doves Rain. Cry. Doves Cry. I know those. Those are the two I know. A little red Corvette. Yeah. I knew a th- I knew a three off the top of my head. Rolling Stones. I could give you three. Beret, right? Little red. What is it? It's Little Red Corvette. No, it's not Corvette. <laughs> that's not what it's not Little Red Beret. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> you two. I don't know one song. Um. Yeah, you don't need to. It's okay. You can pass on that grass. set that one out on, on you too. No, no need to, need to catch up on that. Oh, the other one, because I said there were two things. I was half hoping Rihanna wasn't pregnant because there are a lot of people out there like, is she telling us we're pregnant? Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. I was on to something. <laughs> but yeah, the amount of people that were fascinated with Rihanna being pregnant, I had no care. Yeah, I mean, she was. she's pregnant. Yeah, cool. Congrats on the I sex. I mean, I, yeah. Woo! Nailed it. You got it done. Congrats to whoever yeah. has that baby. ASAP Rocky. Is ASAP Rocky? Yeah. That's the uh, the boyfriend? Yeah. Or husband? You want to talk about an upgrade, guys? From Iggy Azalea to like four years later, Rihanna. And not just Rihanna. Got babies with her. You, I mean. You got, you got a billionaire baby mama. Yeah. It's good work if you can get it. And she's, uh, you know, talented. And very talented. Very talented. Yeah. A lot of people commenting on how talented she was last night. Birdman, welcome to the show, buddy. What up, gentlemen? Great show as usual. Great Thank Super you. Bowl as usual. We looked it for Mahomes to win that MVP if they wanted, which they did. And Jalen would have got it, guys, if they would have did it. Nick, you only got 30 minutes at Deep Fox Party, huh? 35. 35, 35. yeah. Okay, Not a second I mean, under 35 seconds. Because if I was invited to Deep Fox Party or your party, Nick, and they said, well, who is that guy? Oh, that's the bird, man. He's cool. I don't need to be. I, as long as I know the host is inviting me and it's good grub, I'm all in till the game is over. But in the meantime, in the between time, I thought that play at the end of the game, gentlemen, could have the refs could have bit the whistle a little bit. Let that uh, Philly get a chance to go down there. Was it holding? Out. Yeah, it was definitely holding. But you've been holding all game. It's been uh, light flags. It was light flags all game, guys. Well, okay, but because they didn't call him earlier doesn't mean they shouldn't call him late. But, f- yeah, but you know, with that time left in the game, you know, you get, I wanted to, I wanted Philly to get a chance to get down there to try to, to, to tie the game up. All right, so but, it wasn't about the right call. It was about you wanted the game to go on. Yeah, I think we all wanted the game to go on. We all wanted to see a little bit more extra games. And then this right call, no call, but they've been soft all day, Nick, with the calls. So why are you calling them down there at the last minute? And it really mean the referee – control the outcome, even though they fumbled is that another, but we always pick one play. But that just one that just ended the game. But uh at the end of the day it was a great game. And um Dustin, if you need leftovers, man, you know, hey, bring on the work. We eat the stuff, man. <laughs> Good stuff, Bird <laughs> Thanks, man. Bird, man. That by the way, I think that proved my point. I think Birdman, whether it was intent or not, he proved my point. Yes, it was holding. We didn't want it to be holding. We didn't want it called because we wanted more game. Both things. Yeah, I, I just think it was like, and again, like I didn't really have a dog in the fight until late in the game when we we took the Chiefs money line. Uh huh. But even at that point in time, I was just kind of rooting. For, even if, I was almost rooting against my own bet mm-hmm. because I just wanted to see good football. 
and see the Eagles have a chance to rebuttal. You know how I know that game wasn't going to go to overtime? Because it would have cost Vegas a lot of money. Because a lot more, well, a lot more props would have hit. Well, a lot. Remember, I mean, a lot of the money was on the over anyway, and the over hit like basically mm-hmm. in the first half. Um, and then the Eagles. There was heavy money on the Eagles. 